listeners, you are listening to another episode of That's Entertainment. I am uh, your pop culture maven, Jeff Malone, and with me, as always, live from Hampton, Maine, is my Aunt Beth Woods. Aunt Beth, how are you on uh, this middle year of June 2021? I am good. I'm trying to imitate your pop culture maven voice. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess I was slipping into a bit of a... Um, in, a uh, classic radio DJ voice there without even yeah. meaning to. <laughs> I know. It sounds a little like your dad, too, sometimes. Yeah. But, I learned from but the best. Yes, I'm doing, I'm doing good. Especially, it's almost the first day of summer, my favorite time of year. Oh, yes. It's mine, too, even though it does make me sweat a lot. So nice, though. We've been having a very good stretch of days in the... 60s and 70s with pretty low humidity it's been quite lovely oh yeah that's nice for you guys yeah it's been nice here uh, disappointed saturday weekend doesn't look as great but um but yeah, complain. it's been pretty nice we had a, a couple really really hot days last week and then after that it's calmed down yeah so there is a stretch where it was like hitting 90 degrees in the in much of New England although New York was holding right below that sticking in the 80s yeah we were higher that there were a few days where I looked and we were warmer than you guys <laughs> it's like wow <whoa>, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy when that happens well I'll be happy if all of July and August we can stay below 90 as well yeah if mother nature ha- if uh, is inclined to do that 90s a bit too much. Um, but anyway, so you're you've got it tuned into that's entertainment, and we do not only talk about the weather on this podcast. Uh, in fact, <laughs> what we normally do is we pick a pop culture topic and discuss it according to the three F's: first, favorite, and forever. If you're a longtime listener, you know exactly what that means, and if you're a first-time listener, you'll pick it up as we go along. And today, the pop culture topic we have selected is the TV show Pose. That's the FX TV show, which recently wrapped up its three-season run. Uh, But before we get into that, Aunt Beth, um, I wanted to share with you how we're doing on the podcast chart rankings. I get an email from uh, Chartable Digest, (laughs) chartable.com every week. They let me know how we're doing, and it turns out that we are, this past week, we are 184th among TV and film podcasts in Bahrain. In Bahrain. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and, and we are 59th in TV and film podcasts in Guyana. Jeez, who would have thought? Or something so about, about what are we here? <laughs> I don't know. It's it didn't tell us that. That's it what it chose to spotlight. That's hilarious. Well, that's interesting. Didn't even think they'd be able to understand us. Big in bot rain. That's uh, that's our new. That's our yeah. new slogan. <laughs> huh. And um, that's funny. The other thing I wanted to mention. I don't know if you checked it out lately but the emmy ballots have been released the nominating ballot so if you want to see if 
you want to peruse through that and decide who's your, on your wish list, I know that's something I do around this time every year. Can you just Google that, that um, Google Emmy ballots? Yeah, you sh should be able to find. I'll send you a link to make sure you can find it. Okay. And when do they, are they actually announced then? It's, um, I just wrote it down. It's uh, July 13th is when they announce okay. it. Coming up. Yep. Mm -hmm. And maybe, well, this show that we're going to be talking about, maybe that'll get some Emmy nominations. Yeah, I hope so. Well, um, I think uh, we might as well jump into it. It's just the two of us. We don't need to do any uh, legwork introducing a guest today. So how does that sound to you? Yeah, I'm ready to go. All right. Well, I'm going to do what I usually do, which is uh, provide a little intro to set the scene. And it might even add some bells and whistles to it in post-production. So here we go with that. The category is first favorite forever. So we're talking about Pose, a show on FX about the ballroom scene in New York City of the late 80s and early 90s. It features a bunch of uh, people of color, many of them gay or, and or trans. And this is where they found their community around that time. And uh, yeah, they dress up in elaborate costumes and show off their personality and do some dances and strut and uh, all, and they read each other for filth and uh, all this other joy and fun and they become families. Isn't that right, Aunt Beth? Yeah, it, is. <laughs> it sure looks like they're having a blast when they're doing that. So they're having really a ball, you could say. Having a ball. But speaking of that, I had never heard of that. You, have, you talked about the ballroom culture, and I, I had never heard of it until I watched Pose. Had you heard about it before? I had, and that brings us to our first section, the first section where we talk about where we first encountered this topic. And when it comes to Pose, yeah, ballroom, that's, that's the uh, whole idea behind it. It's been around for a few decades. And uh, yeah, so I, I had heard of it. I'd heard of the documentary Paris is Burning, which is yeah. kind of like the, the nonfiction version of Pose in a way. Mm -hmm. um, that came out, I think, in 1990. Let me look it up quick. Yes, 1990 it came out, directed by Jenny oh, Livingston. And I think some of the people who appeared in that movie are some of the real life inspirations for the characters on Pose. Okay. And then the other way that I was familiar with ballroom culture was via RuPaul's Drag Race, which has oh. inc uh, incorporated <laughs> a lot of the things that they do at the ballroom shows into the, the contests that they have. And so it was interesting when Pose's first season started airing back in June, 2018, that was towards the end of RuPaul's Drag Race season 10. So they overlapped with each other a bit and kind of worked as companion pieces, I thought. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, so, I just I guess I had read about it before the show was going to come on and really didn't even know what to expect, but I was really glad that I discovered it. I just I would like I was saying it looks like they're having the most fun ever and I I wish I could have competed back then cuz it's just it's so fun to watch them and just I don't know the just the way the judges are get into it and that it's you can't even describe it unless people have to to see it to to know what to expect. But and there are there are scenes like that in the show where newbies come in get to experience it for the first time and and that's the reaction they have pretty much invariably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they they might still be going on in some capacity. The ballroom. Yeah. Uh, huh. I don't know, but I, f- I f- maybe yes. after this, it may be after this show too. They might revive them. Possibly, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it, yeah, it would certainly theoretically drive interest in them. Although I, it is like it's. I wonder if they it like that interest being driven up because it's like such an underground culture, and that's that's part of the appeal that you know it's not yeah. everyone is involved with it, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would love to see it in person, but I'd want to make sure like I was could actually be considered part of the family. Like I'd have to Get become invited. close. With, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. so, yeah, I was going to say, too. Well, if we move into the are you done with the. Um, yeah, I think we, we didn't need to spend too long on the first because I think it was yeah. it was a rel- like this it was a relatively quick introduction as it were for both of us. So the the real meat mm-hmm. of this of our discussion I think will lie within the favorite and the forever section. So yeah, if you're ready we can jump into the favorite and yeah, discuss our favorite um, moments. Yeah, for people that haven't seen it, um, you described it as a emotionally fulfilling show mm-hmm. <laughs> which that it is and um if people watch it's the ballroom contests i guess are really only a part of it uh so it's just i just i, I couldn't really pick a specific episode or a specific scene but i just loved any time when two of the main characters who are electra and blanca whenever they worked together, supported each other. Um, there was a time when um, not just Blanca, but all of them were helping Electra after one of her clients accidentally dies. Um, but it's fun when they all kind of group together. I uh, love to see the different houses and the families that are made. It's just so, let's keep saying the word emotional, but it's these people who a lot of them have been thrown out of their own families. and. These women are considered, it's kind of hard to explain, but some of them become mothers of these houses and they just take these the kids in. And so these are just, you know, hand-picked families, I guess you could call it. And it's so touching. I mean, they, they become real families. And I just, I love seeing, you know, how these families are made. Um, I loved seeing some of their backstories, some of the main characters' backstories, which were often sad because <laughs> most of these people were thrown out of their families for either being gay or trans and, and not, especially back then in the 
late 80s and 90s, it wasn't understood much. Um, um, the ballroom scenes, as we already mentioned. And then one of my favorite things was to uh, one other main character, Pray Tell, and then Blanca. I just loved their relationship. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I love the whole the whole thing, but those are some of the, if I had to pick a couple things that stuck out. Yeah, I mean, I could pick, you know, if I just like, if someone wrote a, made a collage of the scenes from the show and then put them on a dartboard and then had me throw darts at, at that dartboard, like whichever one it landed on, that would be a good choice for yeah (laughs) you know like there'd be a 95 percent chance like that like that was a really emotionally satisfying moment but a few that came Mm -hmm. specific ones that came to mind or one that it's sticking with me because it happened well two are sticking to me because they happened from the last few episodes one was when uh poppy played by angel bismarck curiel maybe on hell i Either, depending on how he pronounces it so he's talking to his son his biological son who's about five years old who he didn't know that he had until just to, until uh recently and uh you know telling him that it's okay to cry it's okay to be emotional and we see uh his fiance angel played by India Moore. She's walking behind him. They've had a bit of a a falling out. We're a little worried. Is the wedding going to go through? And she's seeing him having this moment with his son. And I, you know, I'm like, this is such a great example of fatherhood. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the, all the examples of parenthood on this show are not the traditional nuclear family type, but you can't go wrong with this support. Like that is if you, anyone If you're looking for an example on a TV show for how to be a great father, watch that scene. That'll give you a, a great model to follow. And it's so it's great because he, like you said, he just found out that he had a son, but he seems to just embrace fatherhood and, mm-hmm. and is so wonderful at it. <laughs> just, yeah. just having it. Yeah. He just loves this little boy. Oh. Yeah, he might be the most like open-hearted character on the show. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one that really came to mind was when uh, in the episode when Praytel went back to his hometown and he's got a complicated relationship with his biological mother, but then they have a moment in her bedroom towards the end of the episode and kind of hash things out and things don't get to be perfect, but they get into a good enough place where like you can be like, they can be at peace with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a nice moment. And I love his aunties. <laughs> yes. Portrayed too. Yeah. Boy, who the writers really know how to write, have pack an emotional punch <laughs> because it, Almost every show has, you know, something that is that hits you hard. I have to figure that they've had experiences like that, or these are like wish fulfillments. Like either they've had conversations like this with their own family members, or 
like these are things that they wish they had said to their own family mm -hmm. members because yeah because yeah, a lot of the writers are uh gay or trans themselves mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> i'm just thinking about it and it, it makes me so happy i hope more people i don't know if it has had a huge following or not but i hope a lot of people will watch it or have watched it yeah i mean it's hard to tell in this day and age is like what makes a hit tv show because you know, there's there's literally thousands of options available but it's yeah in my corner of tv fandom there i def i was not the only one talking about it so but mm -hmm. i believe the first two seasons are on netflix so and i'm guessing the third one will be soon enough so yeah. If it sounds maybe, enticing yeah. to you in any way, then I do encourage you to check it out. Do you have any other favorite moments you wanted to mention before we move uh, on? No, I think I, well, I did love this was right near the end too, was Poppy, you talked about Poppy, the he and uh, Angel's wedding, that whole episode was quite touching too. Yes. And uh, it was a, <laughs> a great wedding. Uh, yeah. I don't have I just loved it what did you think of his performance of I swear oh yeah <laughs> so, oh talk about huh emotional you think I should sing a song during my vows when I get married uh, I don't know <laughs> oh, I think you might want to think about that one a little, <laughs> a little more I'll well I'll base it on my future wife, whoever that is, I'll be in touch with uh, what she likes the most about me and uh, take the pulse yeah. and see what works best. You'll, yeah, you'll see. You'll get, a, <laughs> you'll get a clue from her. Exactly. <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. Uh, I did have a trivia question. All right, let's hear it. For you. Uh, what was the name of Electra's first house? Okay. Um, I don't know if I would have remembered that because the final one is the House of Evangelista. That was the final one? Was about I to think be. so. Then was the first one the House of Abundance? Yes, very okay. good. Okay. I actually would have guessed the reverse. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the final one when they, they were all together. At the end, they had a combined she was with um, Blanca together with the house of Evangelista, but at the beginning they had separate houses and that's right. when she, the house of abundance. I don't remember what Blanca's house was at that time, but that's all right. So um, do you have a trivia? Yes, I do. Let's see if, yeah, I know. well, we'll see how it goes. Okay, so what 90s sitcoms were the actresses who played Pray Tell's mother and aunts famous for? Ooh. There's more mother, than one. They're each primarily known Other. for a different one. Ooh. So his mom was played by, by Anne-Marie Horsford and his aunts were played by Jack A. Harry and Janet Hubert. She was in room what was it room 999 or something like that uh room 227 yeah 
Is yeah, that well, that, that actually wasn't the one I was thinking of, but oh, her, okay. I'll, I guess I'll give you the credit for that. Okay. <laughs> or wait a minute. It's, yeah. It, it's know. just it's just two two seven. No, the rooms. Oh, okay. The word room isn't in, in the title, is but yeah. So it? that okay. aired from in from eighty five to ninety, but she was also in. She was in another show in the the nineties. I I don't think I know. Uh, do you want to guess on any of them, or do you want me to? No, tell you, you? Can tell me because I really don't think I'd know on those. Okay, well, I'll give you I'll give you a point because you said two two. Oh, okay, thank you. And so, but the uh, the '90s show Jack A was on was uh, Sister Sister. Oh, okay. Uh, Tia and Tamara Mallory, and then Anne Anne Marie Horsford was on The Wayans Brothers, and Janet Hubert was on The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh wow! I must not. I don't think I watched a lot of '90s. That's when my kids were little. I probably didn't watch a lot back then. So I know That's I didn't watch. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? Would you have known those? I would have known that Jack A was on Sister Sister. Mm-hmm. That that was the one of those three that I watched not regularly, but often enough to know that. Okay. All, All right. right. Now we're ready to get into our final section, uh, the forever section, which we, where we take stock of where we are now and look to the future. So uh, a couple things we want to discuss. First of all, what did we think of the series finale? I was very happy with it. I felt like it tied up everyone's storyline in a pretty positive way, which is nice when it does that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like the season was too short and it just flew by. It just didn't seem, was it only eight shows? Eight episodes. Yeah. yeah. And I was surprised even when they said this was going to be the finale. I was like, wait a minute. I felt like uh, we just were getting into it, but I I thought they did a good job, um, you know, tying up the storylines and, and uh, I mean, of course it's sad that, pray tell died but we kind of figured that oh i just gave things away if people haven't watched it um kind of figured that that was in case you hadn't figured out we were we were spoiling everything so yeah we should have said it earlier but if yeah if you want if you wanted to be if you didn't want to be spoiled by our conversation then stop listening now and go watch whatever you haven't seen yet and then come back We'll, we'll be waiting okay um, but yeah, you know, it was nice to see, um, uh, Blanca, she, I'm trying to think, is she working at a different, I can't even remember now. I just remember. Uh, did she, yeah. Did she move to a different hospital? <laughs> I can't even remember. We should have watched but, it twice to make sure we got our facts straight. But like I said, I, you know, it's nice that the writers, Sometimes the shows feel like they have to have some bad things happen. Um, and this was nice. I felt like it was pretty positive, but not in an unrealistic way. I mean, it just, it was mm-hmm. a good ending. And I pray that I will see these actors again because in some other mainstream roles, because I just fell in love with so many of them. I mean, boy, they... 
they just, you know, touched my heart so much. They were so genuine and, and uh, I just loved them. So I hope this isn't the end of, you know, I hope we're going to see them continue after this. I hope they get some recognition and yeah. some Emmy, Emmy love, as you, as we said. Yes, Billy Porter, he did win an Emmy for lead actor, but it, it would be very nice to see it win in other categories as well. Yeah. Um, one of the one of the reasons I think it seems so quick was because they aired the first two episodes on the same night and the finale was a two-parter so that counted as two episodes so it was it was eight episodes over the course of six weeks yeah that's really fast did you were you happy with the finale yeah I was and I mean yeah it was just three seasons but it felt like a lot happened in a relatively short number of episodes Mm-hmm. both in terms of this final season and over the course of the whole series. And, you know, it was, I, you said it was happy endings, but not unrealistically happy. I think, but I would say like, it felt like it was happier than it was for a lot of real people, real uh, queer people of color at that time period. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think, or at least hope that there were some people who, managed to have some of their dreams come true but you know in these stories you often see the focus on the people who were lost to aids or or were killed or uh, otherwise had their lives cut short and that we did see that happen on this show but it wasn't overwhelming mm-hmm. and yes like you i am hoping to see as many of these actors and writers and other crew members in future projects i had a few ideas i wrote down like I think Billy Porter, he could pull off a one-man show. <laughs> he could pull off anything. <laughs> yes. Uh, MJ Rodriguez, I think, could be the star of a rom-com. Yeah, I could see her. She's got a, so much talent. And uh, Dominique Jackson, I think she could uh, be the host of her own talk show. <laughs> she could. That might be a good role for her. She, she just at- cracked me up. Yeah, I was actually, I saw her and India Moore on their, I guess their first Pose project. They were on the $100,000 Pyramid this week. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah. right. You texted me and I missed yes. it. Shoot. It, it should be on Hulu if you want to check it out. Oh, okay. That's funny. And I also saw a trailer for Escape Room 2, a horror movie sequel, that, and India is uh, in the cast of that as well. Oh, good. So they're already moving on to further big things. Good. That's great to hear. And if Ryan Murphy does any more, I mean, you know, with him, with his backing and support, hopefully they will, will, you know, continue to succeed because he's got a lot of influence. Right. He can be they can become part of his regular roster of actors on retainer. Yeah, he's got quite a few that he likes to employ. Yeah, yes. so that's really just, we've, I, since you and I both love it so much, we really highly recommend it to people that haven't watched it yet. I think you'd, you know, it may not be what you expect. And I, I wasn't quite sure what to expect when I started watching it, but it's just so, so well done. Um, I think people would really, really enjoy it. I agree. 
Yeah. Uh, well, that wraps it up for the that's entertainment for a while, actually, because we are planning on having a bit of a summer break. Yeah. Uh, not the whole summer, but we decided to, uh, to uh, take a step back for a minute, and uh, we've got some family time in the near future. But how long do you think we're going to take off for? I don't know. I mean, I've got, depending if we do something at the well, while I'm down by you guys, I would like to take mo- most of July off because that's when Martin and Jane will be here. And then they leave, ooh, I think it's about the 16th. And then about a week and a half later, I'll be coming down to Pennsylvania. So it'd be kind of hectic. We'll have to talk yeah. about that. We'll keep We will, yeah. yeah. But I think we'll, I have, I think we've had some ideas that'll be in the pipeline for August, I think. So I'd say August, some point in August at the latest is when we'll have our next new episode. Yeah, that sounds good. But in the meantime, I'll I'll be on our Twitter and I'll be active that way. I'll, I think I'll spotlight some of our previous episodes so you can go back and get caught up what you haven't listened to yet or listen to them again if you'd like to and uh become a that's entertainment expert and if there's ever a that's entertainment version of jeopardy you can uh, be be the big winner on that edition (laughs) but uh before we wrap things up completely we'll do uh our little uh bonus section at the end as it were in which we uh, promote anything we might have going on and answer the question is there anything you'd like to recommend that you can enjoy with your aunts and or nephews well i wrote two shows down and this one well you can judge by it so <laughs> there's a new show a sitcom with annie murphy who was in schitt's creek and it's i had called... the same thing written down yeah <laughs> kevin can blank 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 himself and well it's it's I, f blank 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 f blank blank yes um it's june 20th on amc and then i wrote well although with a title like that i don't know if you can watch it with your aunt or nephew but it sounds pretty fun it, it's a sitcom within a sitcom right from that's kind of the gist of what i got from it um but i just am anxious i to feel see like it's her. it's a like it's a fourth wall yeah, okay. like it's a fourth wall breaking thing. Like she's she's like her character's in like a typical boorish husband nagging wife sitcom. But then like every here and there, she'll be like, wait a minute, what's going on? Why am I on this show type of deal? Okay. Yeah. So I'm anxious to see her post Shits Creek. And then it's going from Shits to F. That's right. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I just watched one episode of this new show called The Republic of Sarah. Um, It started Monday, I think it was, on the CW at nine o'clock. And it's about a New England town that wants to become its own country. And they, so that's the only way they figure they can stop this uh, mining corporation from bulldozing it. And so far I enjoyed the, well, like I said, I only watched one episode, but I enjoyed it. And, and it's it's fun to see the um, beautiful New England landscape. And uh, I'm trying to think if I don't know. I t- two of the characters looked kind of familiar, but it's there's no big names in it. 
So I'll see. I had just read about it and I said, oh, I'll, I'll give that a try. So those are the two that I recommend. So you had the same one, the same first one down. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, I figured, well, since you would, since you're the huge Schitt's Creek fan and you convinced me to watch it, I figured it's worth a mention, even though we haven't seen any episodes yet as yeah. of this recording. But I've been hearing great things, so yeah I'm yeah, maybe to we'll it. have a future uh, a future episode about that if all That's goes right. well um and i'll i'll also mention as usual if you want to review uh that's entertainment we will read your review on air you can gain your 15 minutes of podcast fame that way uh, one way to do that is by heading to rate this podcast.com slash that's entertainment, or you can just use any of your favorite podcast listening platforms. And also as usual as well, uh, Ken Jong, if you're listening, you have an open invitation. It still remains open to appear as a guest whenever you'd like to. And my blogging is always available to read on jmoney.com uh, and then i also wanted to mention there's lots of fun and games lots of game shows and shows that are similar to game shows on tv nowadays like abc's been doing a block of that every summer and other networks are getting in the action you know so you got your family feud your pyramids your to tell the truth and now the celebrity dating game is joining the lineup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> NBC is reviving the academic college bowl with Peyton Manning as oh. host. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, when's that one coming? Uh, this Tuesday, the 22nd, I believe. Oh, okay. So there's like a new game show on almost every day of the week wow. for this current summer. So, I mean, that's always fun. Like just... I think those are good vacation shows when you're hanging yeah. out with family, just it's toss it on. Trip. You don't need mm-hmm. to pay attention to it too much or you can pay attention to it completely, really get into it and guess along. But yeah, that's, we're, we're definitely, in case you haven't noticed, we're a big game show family. So yeah. <laughs> if your family is as well, I think you'll uh, be happy to hear the news about how many game shows are on TV nowadays. Yeah. Okay. I think that's all I wanted to mention. And uh yeah, remember to follow us on social media if you like to do that sort of thing. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And, um, well, is that all for now? I think so. I'm going to say, okay. what is good night, everybody? Yes. Did you listen to uh, my dad and I do the uh, mini episode about the Tournament of Champions? I listened to that, and I texted your dad that I quite enjoyed that. And I also listened to you your um karaoke corner with rory's choices and i like that i like what you said about the woods boys giving you some challenging (laughs) but yeah so i have i'm caught up on those so very good all right well well now it's uh everyone's challenge all, all of our listeners to your challenge to get caught up we're giving you uh about a month and a half or so to go ahead and do that if you Listen to uh, an episode every day. I think you'll have no trouble. <laughs> okay, but yeah, so that's uh, that's it for uh, this episode, this pose episode, our journey to the ballroom. So Beth just said, what is good night? And I'll say, keep your remotes handy and your eyes open.